This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Kelly from the Tron, a weekly free FM radio show and podcast with news, views, events and music curated for the good people living in Kirikiriroa, Hamilton. In the most recent podcast, Protect Pukiahua, is a campaign led by Ngāti Tamainupo to protect land south of Ngārua Wahia from development for its archaeological and cultural significance. To learn more about the significance of that whenua and for a campaign update, we were joined by a campaign spokesperson and chair of Ngāti um, Tamainupo to trust Kimai Huirama. You can listen to that podcast through freefm.org.nz. Spotify and iHeartRadio, though you'll also find the link on Kelly from the Tron on Facebook or Instagram. This week, history, unity, prosperity and restoration. Hipo Manua Order, Pillars of Wellbeing Strategy, The Draft, was launched this week by Te Konehira or Kirikiriroa. To talk to us about what it is and why we need to give feedback is Amorangi Māori, Muna Farafara, who will join us shortly. Tuatahi Waiata, The Changing Same. Guitar pop rock for the aged or the ages, fronted by Hamilton-based musician Matthew Bannister, who you might also know as One Man Bannister or from the Flying Nun band Sneaky Feelings. The Changing Same will be at the Changing Same Bitter Defeat, the Scone Samba Kimbell gig, 8pm Friday the 5th of February at Navarra Lounge, 266 Victoria Street, Hamilton tonight. It's our favourite live music venue, uh, which the Hamilton City Council is not going to demolish.
on the Tron. That was The Changing Same. They're a Hamilton-based band who are playing at Navarra Lounge tonight. So if you want to head and check that out, including the launch of Bitter Defeat's new EP, um, that's from 8 o'clock at... Yeah, at Navarra Lounge. Uh, Tikone Hira or Kirikiriroa have released a draft strategy called Hepo Manawa Ora or Pillars of Wellbeing. It's been developed in consultation with Wakato Tainui, Te Runanga o Kirikiriroa and Mana Whenua. We've been asked to push aside cultural fears and have courageous conversations around the content of that strategy. So to talk to us about the intent of the strategy, what it includes and what it doesn't include, and why the council needs to hear from us is Amorangi Māori Muna Fadavara. Tēnā koe. Morena Kelly. Thank you for coming in. Uh, before we launch into understanding he Manua Ora, in a nutshell, what is your role with council? Uh, so my role is uh, Amorangi Māori and um, my um, key responsibilities uh, rest with um, looking after the Māori uh, relationships but also working on strategies that impro- improve uh, engagement with Māori, whether it be in infrastructure, whether it be in, in waters, making sure that conversations, the right conversations are being had with the right group of um, people. It's a big job. It's a huge job. Yeah, just just you, you or do you work in a team? Um, so I'm the only um, role in in council uh, that performs this this type of work. But I I do have a wider team. I'm part of the strategy and comms team, so I do have the support of other colleagues. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, acknowledge the, yeah. the role that you play uh, in the work that council does. So, what is the intention of Hepo Manoa Order? Um, so really, Hepomanawara Pillars of Wellbeing. I mean, if we take the the the, the title there, Pillars of Wellbeing, you know, that in a nutshell is really what this is. Uh, and as you said, um, Kelly, whilst it's a, a Hamilton City Council document, it was actually created in partnership with Waikato Tainui, uh, with Ngā Hapu o Kirikirirua, uh, namely uh, Ngāti Mahanga, uh, Ngāti Tamainu Pō, Ngāti Wairere, Ngāti Koroki Kahukura, Ngāti Haua, uh, alongside Mātāwaka. Um, and really it was um, kind of put together over many conversations over the last 12 months and a bit. And, um, yeah, we're, we're quite happy where the document has landed. And I think uh, we all agree that the fo- key focus of the document is encouraging conversations around well-being mm. and what that looks like for people. Uh, we do have uh, four pillars within the strategy document that kind of encourages conversations around uh, topical areas. What is the pillar analogy? Can you explain that to us? So um, the, the analogy behind the po is, is he pau kōrero. Um, so that's that's the the take that we're using for hepo manawa kōrero, uh, which is the first pillar, mm. and re- really it encourages conversation around the, the the history and the culture and the heritage within Kirikirirua. Uh, there are a number of, of stories that have yet to be told and should be told within Kirikirirua, uh, and not only just uh, Maori stories, you know. Uh, there are families here that have been here for generations and do have their history uh, in in Kirido. So, the you know we're encouraging those stories to come forward to be told and heard. For and everybody shared. to share yeah, their stories. Everybody. Um, 
before I ask about a bit of an overview of uh, the pillars, there there are four. Yep. Far, um, could you tell us um, who this strategy is for, um, or who it is intended for? Um, and I guess by that I mean, is this for uh, council in their business? Is this as a, a guiding strategy for the people of Kirikiriroa? Where does that sit? A bit of all that really, Kelly. Um, so it, it is a guiding document for council around the relationship that it will have with, with Māori and what that relationship should look like. Uh, and we're hoping that Māori feedback, we get a lot of voices mm. back from Māori as to what that relationship should look like. You know, we, we signed off a relationship document uh, back in 18... 18- 30, uh, called the Treaty of Waitangi, you know, and, and we've had issues, ongoing mm. issues. We're hoping that um, that we find a, a, an agreed way forward uh, through this document to at least talk, you know, we make that commitment uh, to actually talk about things mm. a, in a respectful and mana-enhancing way. Mm. Yeah, so, but also at the same time for, for Māori, you know, for them to actually give voice to their aspirations as well. And not just for Māori, but for other cultures. So um, are you able to give us an overview of the four pillars so that we're all, all on the same page yep. about what they are and what they mean? Yep, absolutely. So, uh, as I said, we developed the, uh, this uh, document, Hepo Mana Water, in consultation with Waikato Tainui and, and the Mana Whenua and also Mātawaka, and also Council as well, mm-hmm. participated in the development of this document. So, um, so very quickly, Kelly, there are four pillars. Uh, the f- first one is the, the pillar of um, uh, Hepo Mana Wakorero, uh, the pillars of history, you know, like I, I said earlier, uh, encouraging people to to come forward uh, and tell their stories, they share their histories around kiri kiri kiri. Or sorry, it's also a pillar of language for mm. people to empower people to use uh, their their voice, their language, their native language, the language of home. Um, the second pillar is he he which is around representation. The representation of voice, whether that be a rangatahi voice, whether that be a Pakeke voice, or whether it be a Māori voice, or whether it be voices of other cultures. So, you know, having the right to to join conversations, I guess. Uh, so that's uh, the second po. The third po is he po manawa taurikura, uh, which is the pillar of prosperity. You know, if, if we are united... Um, and we have same aspirations. We we share our aspirations. What they are, I I I'm picking that they're probably uh, not dissimilar to to one another. Mm-hmm. And so we want people to uh, live pros- prosperously, if that's a word, uh, and enjoy prosperity together. Uh, whether that's through access to housing, health, education, all those kind of things, because those things are are really important. And, and, um, and sorry to interrupt there, but just on the prosperity pillars mm-hmm. and the things around housing and health, they are huge issues huge. that sort of fall uh, often outside of what council does. It seems like a whole, a whole other conversation that we could have on what that means and the council's role in those things or those yeah, aspirations. Absolutely, and we're looking uh, forward to having conversations mm. with um, other government agencies about how we partner yeah. uh, to find. 
um, solutions to those issues that exist in, in Kirikiri Law. But because you're right, it's not uh, a Hamilton City Council thing, but we do have a duty yes. of care. Uh, and, the, and the last pillar. And the last one is He Paumanawa Tayao. And that uh, encourages people to take up their responsibility in terms of our environment. Uh, we know as Māori uh, that we um, have a duty of kaitiakitanga, uh, which is to care for all aspects of our environment. Uh, we, we know that uh, our well-being, our, our physical uh, well-being is, is provided by Mother Nature, if you like, of Ngā Atua Māori uh, in, in the Māori sense. So I uh, really just encourage these conversations. Mm. You know, climate change is really topical. It's not just a, an issue for Māori, but a, an issue for the world, really. And so how do we, as, as Kirikirirua, uh, come together and, and drive that message through? Mm. We're talking to Amorangi Māori from Tikunihiro or Kirikiriroa Muna Farafara about Hepo Manoa Ora, a strategy which the council is asking for our feedback on. Overall, did the consultation partners Tainui, Trok and Manafenua believe uh, this strategy will make a real impact in the city? Or was there overall agreement? In- oh, lots of conversations, like I said, Kelly. Uh, but one thing they that... Uh, uh, everyone agreed on was that this was a good start point. Mm. Uh, is it a perfect strategy? That's yet to be seen, um, but at least it's going to trigger some conversations. So, so uh, I guess in that sense, they were happy with the, the content of the document and the shape of the document and the the, the direction that the, the document hopefully takes. Mm. The media coverage I've seen so far since the official launch uh, earlier this week has suggested that there are potentially contentious issues or that courageous conversations are needed. What can you pick out to be potentially contentious issues in this? As I mentioned before we went to air, for me it all looked pretty straightforward. I'm on board, but for some there might not be that same level of, um, yeah, uh, I guess... Yeah, I guess um, if you look at what happened last year with the Black Lives uh, mm. Matters movement and uh, the, the the removal of the statue, right. those those might be areas of, of contention. Um, our kaumatua to me uh, might be uh, raising the the concerns around street names and those kind of things. So you know, there there are potentially um, contentious issues. But I think there are more there, there are more opportunities for us to sit around at the table and and discuss really. And so the issue around the statue and um, potentially renaming of signs, I should also say, stands outside of. Uh, you you definitely would ask for feedback on those issues in the strategy, or they sit outside of in in different council uh, business. Um, the word. The, yeah, so. For the purposes of Hepaumana order, they would sit outside, yep. you know, so we would go out and get specific comments on in, in terms of the street names. They have a policy that will direct yep. how those conversations take place. So, uh, yeah, but no doubt, you know, some people will raise mm-hmm. those as being issues and, and that's fine. I'm we encourage so. that. Um, is this strategy funded? And I, the reason I ask that is because we know council often makes nice, pretty books, but not necessarily have the funding to implement um, what their strategy or the plan uh, suggests that they do. Yep. Yep. So um, uh, there has been provisions made within this current LTP. Um, whether that's sufficient or, uh, enough to uh, realise some of the aspirations within the, within the doc 
document uh we're encouraging people to you know read through the the or participate in the ltp as well um yeah it's it's a tough one you know with the limited uh resources that council has and um you know, we, we're just hoping that people will, will comment on that. Mm, mm. Now, this week, uh, Nanaia Mahuta announced the government will fast-track legislation, which um, previously, or at the moment, allows a citizen-initiated poll to challenge a council's implementation of Māori wards bef- and um, hopes to do this before the 2022 local elections. Yep. Elections next year. Um, does this strategy, uh, I guess, deal with that in terms of um, being a tatiriti partner? It does. It's so the second po he he po around voices, you know, having the right voices around the table. Um, so representation is is part of mm. that that po as well. So uh, yeah, Maori uh, with the release of the the change proposed changes in legislation around Maori words wards is going to trigger conversations, and so uh, no doubt council will have the the conversations with with their partners again about you know how we move that one forward. Mm. Um, and is there anything that we haven't discussed that you feel that you would like for people to know about the strategy? I think it's a strategy for, it's not just a, a strategy for Māori. Mm. You know, some people may, may see it like that, but actually it encourages the many different voices of Kirikiriro to participate. Uh, one of the, the, the things about Pillars um, is that, you know, we are hoping that we get the support of all cultures within Kirikiridua to help stand up those pillars, mm. you know, because it's a heavy workload. They're heavy pillars uh, for us to lift on our own. So, we, I guess, the strategy is calling out to to all those those it's voices. Taking 180 years to get here, yeah, so, yeah. you know, <laughs> um, but it seems like a good time. Yep. Uh, personally, it feels like yep. uh, absolute. Should have always these have should have always happened, but um, it feels like now is a good time and. Uh, you know, just in, in general, yeah. um, more acceptance and awareness, which is great. Um, so, how can people learn more about this um, and opportunities to meet with you or your team um, over the next month? Because uh, feedback is um, open until March fourth. Yep, that's great. Yeah, so uh, if you go to Hamilton City Council uh, website, you'll find information and uh, e- electronic copies of Hepo uh, Manu Order and also the submission forms and other uh, collateral as well. Uh, so there's a team of us that are going to be out busy over the next month. So tomorrow we're down at the Western Community Centre at uh, Waitangi Day, and we will have our intent there, uh, encouraging people to, to submit on Hepo Mana Water. Uh, we will be at Oakwick at, at the university um, and also here at Wintec. Uh, just being invited to do the long couch yeah. sit uh, for Love Your Bike. Um, so, you know, so we we want to be out there. We want to take a different approach. We don't want to just uh, put make it available online and sit back and wait for things to roll in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to get out there. And yesterday we were at Radio Tainui uh, doing pretty much the same thing mm-hmm. and uh, just advertising her Pokemon order and... We're going to be talking to school groups, so we're going to. My my diary is absolutely jam packed with things to over, to do over the next month. 
And uh, I might be offering something that you don't have the ability to do at the moment. You just mentioned how busy you are. But if there are groups out there who do want to hear more about it to encourage their, uh, their members or uh, their communities uh, to to understand the strategy and yep. to give feedback, can they still? Oh, absolutely. So we will always create space and time to actually come out and say, hey, this is Hippo Mano mm. Order. Um, so like I said, there's a team. We've got a, a, our comms, one of our comms manager, Laura Dana Medizic. Um, so she's looking after all those yeah. and, and, and mapping out all the events. Um, so, yeah, if, if you want us to come out and talk to you about Hippo Mano Order, then we're more mm. than happy to do that. Thank you. Um I'm I'm really excited about the uh, the potential of the strategy and looking forward to uh, giving my feedback on how cool. I think we can ele- elevate this. So, Namahi nui kia koe. Thank you for coming in today and sharing with us. Um, this is Muna uh, talking about Hepo Manoa Ora. Uh, he mentioned you can head to the Hamilton City Council's website. Uh, you can also head to the Council web uh, Facebook page as well. Um, and say hi if you uh, see them at an event talking about this, particularly at the Western Community Centre for Waitangi Day uh, commemorations tomorrow. Uh, thank you for your time today. Kia ora, Kelly.
from uh, Hamilton band Bitter Defeat and Bitter Defeat are at Navarra Lounge tonight with the release of uh, their five track EP Minor Victory you'll see them with the changing same the scones and Sam Kimber Bell it kicks off about 8 o'clock again at Navarra Lounge Kei te mai Kweke Kelly from the Tron before that we were talking to Amorangi Māori uh, Muna Farafara on uh, Te Konehera o Kirikiriro's um, strategy Hepo Manoa Ora. Please have your say on that document and have those conversations. Um, it's it's a good time uh, for them. Uh, but that's it for me for this week. So thank you for being tuned in. If you missed any part of this interview or you just want to listen again, uh, you can find on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll also be sharing the link on my Facebook page, Kelly from the Tron, K-E-L-L-I. Uh, later on this afternoon. So Amahita to Free FM for providing a platform for independent community media in the Wakato. Tuinare o te hapuri. Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.